Welcome to Sudbury Scrub, a 40k podcast for the Sudbury community, season 5, and I am continuing the Sudbury Spotlight series today. Uh, It's been a a really great little series to do. I've had a great time chatting with a bunch of folks from around town, and I'm really hoping to actually get through uh, every single person that will be, so far, is attending the Green Team in quarterly, and I really hope that's able to continue as things go. Today with me right now, I've got, um, depending on how you look at it, maybe kind of one of the new kids on the block, but maybe also a grizzled vet. Uh, his name is Dan St. Louis. Oh, say St. Louis or St. Louis? I prefer St. Louis, and by the way, Nurgle rocks. <laughs> Nurgle rocks. Oh, or he stinks, but that's yeah, still good for him. A he little likes, bit of both, so hey, whatever you like. He likes stinking. Stinking is good for him. Yeah, hey. <laughs> So, uh, yes, Dan, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Davis, for having me on. Um, to tell you the truth, I was a little set back that you sent me the message today because I was like, why does he want to interview me? <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, so basically, I'm new to the game and new to the, well, not necessarily new to the game, but uh, new to the community. So, thank you for having me. I Not listened to all of them. They were great. Um, everybody had like super awesome opinions and all kinds of things. So it's just a great group of people. I'm I'm happy to join you guys. Oh, I, I'm I'm really thankful to have you with me on here, and I'm looking forward to meeting you hopefully soon. So well, jumping well, into well, things, I'm, hope- <laughs> I'm looking forward to showing you my army too. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've, I've seen some photos. I saw a bunch of photos from Saltfest, and I'm pretty sure I know which one's yours, just from. Uh, just from your icon here on Facebook. So go ahead, uh, introduce yourself right now to everybody here. Tell us where you're from, uh, folks in your regular gaming group. What what brings you to the Grinning Demon today? Okay, so yeah, basically I'm from Sturgeon Falls. Uh, grew up in Sturgeon Falls, basically. Um, let's see here. And basically, uh, started playing games uh, <laughs> a long time ago, uh, when I guess like games and Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff actually like started. So, uh, and maybe I'll go through my history with Warhammer in general and games, but uh, like at the beginning, basically, I uh, started off playing those uh, choose your own adventure books. Uh, so got into that and you know you get into involved into reading a book and you get to roll the dice and see what happens so that got me going into things um, and then I started buying uh, D&D books um, so got got into that when uh, that started gaining a little steam in the 80s so uh, let's just say whenever I watch Stranger Things uh, that's pretty much my childhood right there. So You know, uh, it's kind of funny that you mention the Choose Your Own Adventure books because yeah. thinking back on it right now, I feel uh, a definite connection with that. I think some of those games that really started getting me into that whole idea of uh, a game within a story, uh, for me, were the Goosebump books that, that were Choose Your Own Adventure. And then, you know, yeah. so my parents gave me one that was like Wizards and Warriors and something like that, which was another... I loved those. I think you're right. I think that's one of. Exactly. I think that's where I got started on that on this whole yeah. level of game. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you something that not a lot of people know, uh, but 
back in the time when those flip books came up, right? Because uh, they were kind of like revolutionary at the time. There was a certain like uh, string of these books that were like really, really popular at that time. So, uh, like they were usually written by Ian Livingston and uh, Steve Jackson, right? So they were the best writers when it came to those flip books. So you know, Steve Jackson, freaking awesome, right? But um, you know, you go through life and you enjoy Warhammer and Games Workshop all your life, and then you get to this point, and then you find out that Steve Jackson was the one that started Games Workshop, and Games Workshop started as uh, basically making books and as a publisher, right? So that's why their lore is so complex and so well written, and the books are great, right? Because uh, to them, that comes first, right? Like Steve Jackson sold the the company. Um, and he moved on to creating other like great games, right? So, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, Warhammer came from a genius in the end, right? And then they took that and ran with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I know there are a bunch of you guys out from Sturgeon Falls that are together. Yeah. I think there's you, uh, there's there's Matthew Lemire, uh, there's uh, Gavin Peterson, I think is his name, and I think there's somebody yeah. else that I'm, I'm not recalling off the top of my head. So. Uh, you guys have formed this little crew out in Sturgeon Falls. You guys have, almost have your own meta from the sounds of it. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, right? Is that, like, a long time ago, I went to the game shop, found Warhammer, fell in love with it. Unfortunately, uh, as everybody knows that plays Warhammer, the price point is kind of steep, so not many people get involved with it, right? And so then you, you enjoy it, so you buy a whole bunch of stuff so that, you know, you have two armies so people can play with, and then they get into it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so at one point I just, I, I, you know, I was tired of not doing anything artsy or any, any drawing or anything, right? So I was like, well, what could I do that would, you know, spur that? So I'm like, well, I was like painting miniatures, so I bought the box set. And then Gavin saw my box and he's like, hey, my cousin had all those things when I was a kid. And I was like, man, that was so cool. But he would never let me touch them. So then he got into it, but he went all crazy. And he went like bought five different armies in one shot, right? So <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. And then when he got that, well, then he had a whole bunch of armies that other people could play. And then other people from my work, well, they started buying armies. And so we're at this point now, right? And... Uh, you know, people have life things and they can't play as much as others, but uh, some of us, like Matt and Gavin and Eric, uh, we try to play as much as we can. Awesome. So, uh, I gather that you guys are pretty new to the whole, to, to the, uh, not new to the game, but like I said, you're, you're newer to the scene. Um, you're some of the new kids on the block. And yeah. not your overall between you guys, you're kind of new to the edition. So, how long have you guys been playing Ninth Edition, and how long, you know, how much experience have you guys been able to build up, or you in particular? Okay, um, well, myself in particular, uh, like I, I've been around since Rogue Trader came out. Like when it first came out, I actually uh, I couldn't afford it, so my my parents bought it for me for Christmas, right? Uh, and they were bad at hiding gifts, so I would find I'd find my gifts. So I found the rule book. They actually got it for me, right? And when they would leave, I would go and grab the book and read it, and it was so good. But you know, at Christmas, you've read it all already. But anyway, so I've been there from Rogue Trader. Uh, took different 
spells with uh, with Warhammer. I mean, uh, played in high school, then stopped that, went to college, then got involved in college. And unfortunately, I ended up finding a games workshop store. Uh, unfortunately. And I, I was like, this is amazing. I want to get going into this, right? So you buy your models and all that, and then you go when they're playing games, and then you're like, well, maybe I can play with them, right? But then it's kind of like, well, your army's not painted, um, and but okay, for this time, we get to play with you. And then they just wipe the floor with you, and it's like, you know, so that, that doesn't prosper the game, right? So anyways, I'm back to the game now. It's awesome. Um, and then a whole bunch of other people joined me in, in enjoying the game and the painting and everything that's involved with it, right? So we have a little crew that's growing on. And I've been hearing from all the other ones that there's going to be some kind or talking about some kind of team event. Yes. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, man. You guys have are going to just love. You guys are going to fall over silly with the team spirit that comes from one of these team turns because normally yeah the game is so one-on-one and can feel sometimes a little cutthroat and you know can be in the in the wrong place in the wrong time with the wrong folks you can have a hostile game and that never feels good but at a team tournament you can lose but because you kind of set yourself up in that position where it's like well i'm going to take this game on the chin i'm going to still do as best i can for my team and yeah. I, but I know I'm probably going to lose this one, and then you're, the rest of your team wins because you took that match, and that it feels so good that you can lose and still win. And at the same time, there's also that worry that okay, I've I've blasted this one out. I've done a great job for my team, but I hope the rest of them can carry the day. And then you're going around to your other teammates and you're cheering them on. You're trying to like you can't give them advice because that's not allowed. But you you you're still you're like yeah, come on guys, come on, come on, come on. And it is uh, an infectious attitude. It is. Oh, I know. I love team things so much. So I'm really looking forward to it. And to tell you the truth, the last one, Salty Fest. Well, anyways, that was interesting because when I showed up and I saw the guys with their shirts and stuff, and I was like, wow, that's cool. I'm like, they're like a, a team and it's like a team sport and all that. So that's fun, right? And that's what we need these days is fun. So, Absolutely. Right on. Good for them. So uh, for the Green and De- Grinning Demon, uh, I know at, I think at Salt Fist, you were playing Nurgle. And obviously you came into this sh- uh, shouting out for Nurgle. And uh, I'm guessing <laughs> if when, this next question here, you know, what faction are you intending to play a Grinning Demon? I'm going to go out on a limb uh, and say Imperium. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I think you I know kid. where I'm going. I kid, I kid. <laughs> but no, I'm playing Death Guard. Uh, so why is that? You know what? I'm kind of like uh, at 2,000 point-ish for my Admech army now. That's like not at all painted. So that's my next step. And then, uh, you know... I can take on Ken. So, uh, why why do you go with Death Guard? Well, what 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 about the Death oh. Guard has really like captured your imagination? Okay, well, <laughs> that's a loaded question. But what I enjoy about Nurgle is the deeper philosophy behind the the Nurgle thing. So, um, Nurgle basically is the happy demon, right? So. 
he's basically, um, you know, happy about life, right? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> he, he gets diseases, he gets sick, uh, people die, things happen, but then they go back into the earth and then they become something else, right? So Nurgle is kind of like being happy about life and, you know, liking what you have now, right? What you have now because you're healthy and you're not sick and all that. So don't don't forget to be happy, right? Um, and, and that's why I like Nurgle. It's, it's kind of a weird dichotomy where it's kind of like, it's a demon, but in the end, it's kind of like... Um, like in uh, a life type of thing like uh, a tree ants or the elves like in so it's kind of it's it's weird that way you know what it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because um there was just somebody recently that I was chatting with all on the facebook groups and it was another one of the the newer folks to the game and he was saying how oh man the game just doesn't have uh, the, the game's a little too off the deep end on, on everything's bad everything's evil and stuff like that and one could make an argument that Nurgle and the Death Guard are this happy-go-lucky faction. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's and, all about how you, you frame know, it. When I was younger and I was reading White Dwarf all the time, um, it was this, not necessarily for the rules back then because I had nobody to play with, but I drooled over every single picture that was in there and they taught me how to, to paint. But um, the stories, right? It's, it's the stories that get you, right? And I was thinking of this when I was when you asked me to, to interview, right? And and I was thinking about the whole Nurgle thing. And there's an allegory of a, a kind of a story that I read about it, like when I was, was younger, and I, I thought it was like a really cool story, and it kind of stuck with me with Nurgle, right? Uh, because it was like a fantasy story, and the demons of Nurgle were coming, uh, but but they could hear them laugh in the distance when they were coming, right? So all the town folk hid in their houses. They all stuck together while the demons were laughing outside and the night passed by and the demons left and nobody died or got killed or anything, right? And they came out and everything was okay. So it, it's an interesting story, but it's it's kind of like an allegory of what's going on right now. So that's why I like Nurgle. <laughs> One can only hope. One can only well, 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 see, it's it's just one of those things, right? It's... Yeah, exactly. So, um, for the event, uh, what it would be, you know, as as a newer player coming into this, are you coming in to try to win the event, or is there like another reason that is really drawing you and in your group to come to come out to these things? <laughs> well, that's a good question. In, in, in my view. Uh, winning is the farthest thing in my mind, really, uh, because, um, I don't know, I, I'm much more into painting. Uh, I spend most of my time pushing paint around on, you know, miniatures and not really going over statistics and stats and uh, different techniques and stuff like that, right? Um, so, in that opinion, I'm not really looking to, to win. I'm just looking to have an experience and have fun with a bunch of people. And we're not thinking about anything else but just having fun. Rolling and some dice, guy, pushing some models. And But the other guys, though, the, the other guys are more talented than me. <laughs> they, they, they get this stuff a lot better oh. than me. So, like Matt and Gavin and, Dan, and 
Eric, like they, they get it a lot better than me. They they have their own strategies. Like Matt, I can't crack him. He like wins every single time. But that's okay because that's how I learn, right? So the other guys are <laughs> much more talented than me. And I think you like you said, I'm gonna be uh, you know, relay on the, the, the team or whatever. Hey, don't sell yourself short. I remember seeing your photos there at, from Saltfest, and you got uh, some wonderful, wonderful paint jobs. That's, as you've probably heard some other people talk about, like the pillars of the hobby, that's one of them. And, you know, we're going to have that, that question later, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer on it. But, yeah, you don't just have to play to win. There are so, yeah. mu- so many other reasons, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys are – you're intrigued, that you want to come for an experience. That Just the fact that we're able to offer an experience makes me feel great. Oh, I know. And you guys are, are so inviting and it, it's fun, right? Like to get together and play games. How novel, right? Yeah, go figure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you know, what's not fun about that? Exactly. So, um, well, I am still going to ask in, in a competitive sense, <laughs> just in case, if there was something that, real, that uh, was going to be the best thing going for you at this tournament. Uh, for going in and being able to, you know, take some games. What do you think that would be? Okay, so let's say I'm going to give it my best shot. And <laughs> I'm going to do my best with what I have. Unfortunately... Unbridled um, enthusiasm. That, that's your strength. Would be the, I think just like overall just game, good game playing and having fun with people. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if I win or lose, as long as we have a good time. So at least if I have that attitude, that's the best thing going in. Now, what would hinder me is my lack of the rules, uh, like knowing the the rules, knowing the statistics of my army. Um, That, I think, is a drawback for me, Mm -hmm. because since this is a... I mean, your games are timed, right? So... Uh, the issue for me is that I have to look up things a lot and a lot of new players might have to do the same things. So it, it kind of kills my, my game time, right? So I don't get as much done in a game. But I'm working on that and me and Matt are kind of <laughs> like trying to speed up the game as much as we can. <laughs> All good. All good. And you know what? There are, uh, it's not just prizes for winning either. There's often, you know, a, a best sportsman. There's um, you know, some door prizes that come around. A lot of times, you know, I like to argue if we get a big enough tournament, I try to argue for having a wooden spoon, a wooden spoon, sorry, award for the person that comes in last because you know what? They need the help. So. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, you know, they came out, they played. They came out. Encouragement. That's exactly. Right, so that's good. They came out and they, they, they played three games and that's our commitment is we're there, like you said, we're there to play a game. Um, I, I the, One of the least favorite things for me of some other games that have competitive aspects to them, um, I'll say Magic because I'm familiar with it, uh, yeah. I really disliked going to some of these bigger events down south in Toronto in the past, um, going into uh, an event there, and then like half the people drop out after round one because they lost. And it's like, yeah. well, I can't win the top prize anymore, so why am I here? And it's like, Really? Have you not? Are you coming to win? Or are you coming to to enjoy some time with people? Yeah, yeah, that, that's the key in all of it, right? We all have different priorities. Uh, I mean, some people take it more seriously than others, and 
and some people are are more prone to knowing tactics and really getting into the competitive thing, right? So it's just like uh, let's say like like Jaden, like he's fantastic. He knows everything. Like I played against him um, a match just like before the tournament, and it was great to play against him because you know he he's courteous enough to accept that I don't know what's going on and teach me along the way, right? And then find out how the his ladies are dangerous, right? Oh, they so are. It's fantastic for that. It's like you know, people are helping each other out and stuff. And in this community, anyways, in the Sudbury kind of game thing that I've been to so far, everybody's been super good. And like Doug's been awesome, right? So it's fantastic. Awesome. That that that, that makes me feel great. Thanks so much. Well, no, that's it's great. Um. So. Four missions then, uh, with since you're you're you know you're used to really kind of moving around your models, rolling dice, and having just a, a fun time with your guys. Is there in a secondary objective that maybe kind of plays to that for you? Is there a favorite secondary objective that you have? Um, I think when it, c- it comes to secondaries, it kind of for my army, anyways, it's kind of like uh, I kind of have to analyze what I'm playing against, right? Because with my army, it's kind of like they, they, they have to sit on points and they have to kind of hope that they survive, right, with my disgustingly resilient. So they're not the most maneuverable army. And so I can't really fly across the, you know, the playing field and grab quarters and stuff like that, right? So kind of I more rely on maybe this you know if they have a lot of vehicles a lot of demons relying on that uh, even the ones with the spells it's it's kind of hard to cast the same spell three times in the middle of the field when uh, Morty's a sick, sitting duck and dies round two right mm. so uh, usually it revolves around catching points and holding points that's usually what I tend to go Good. towards I hear. I, I was hearing you say, like, you know, about surviving and having discussed. I thought you were going to say, "Well, we stand, we fight." <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. But my disgustingly resilient has been terrible as as of late. So oh no! We'll see how it works out in the next one. Ah, <laughs> oh, the the fickle five up. Yeah. Well, when you play Tau and you have like a land raider that has how many hit points and they have disgustingly resilient on it, and then you get shot down in one round, you're kind of like, oh. Ah, mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's a that was a fun level. Uh, Four hundred and fifty points. <laughs> yeah, and all the time I painted it. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I feel that. So, this was the question I was. This is one I was most excited to ask you about actually tonight, um, and that is in regards to the painting contest that the Grinning Demon is doing. I think it's a really great idea myself. The whole idea of having to provide um, a truly unique painting uh, a truly unique item for the painting contest you can, it's not just your army it's not just you know here's one of the units that i normally play with he's asking us to do a diorama a dual diorama having two models fighting each other are you oh, intending to take part in this and i am so excited to see this thing like personally i'm not going to be involved with it because uh what i went through with my army there <laughs> and painting and I have to thank my wife for understanding and taking care of a lot of chores while I 
got this ready by the deadline. So to tell you the truth, I'm kind of like done painting for now, like Warhammer stuff. I moved on to Marvel stuff and just paint like some colorful superheroes for a bit. But now I'm really looking forward to get into my admic and start painting that. Nice. Nice. You know what? But yeah, no, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing people's dioramas of the two fighting and stuff. Like, that's going to be awesome. And one thing, though, also that, like, the reason why I'm not getting involved with it is that I hate modeling stuff. Really? I hate green stuff. I hate putting, like, different poses and stuff like that. That I don't like. So. Putting models together to me is like just a chore that I'd rather skip altogether. But it's going to be awesome to see what people are doing. For sure. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Just, oh, just yeah. to see what our people. Um, you know, it's hard to choose what you want to do with it. Like it's, you know, you, you, you're limited by models. You're limited by. Uh, you know, imagination. Did somebody go out and buy a model to make this happen? If not, what kind of thing are you making out of your leftover stuff? It's it's a challenge. Oh, oh Davis, trust me. Like this, like the, the last tournament I went to was my first tournament that I've ever been into. Right, so I'm going into it thinking, man, strategy wise, like I suck. Right, <laughs> but. <laughs> but what can I win, right? And it's like, well, I can maybe win this painting thing, but you really don't know what you're up against, right? So um, I, I figured I put a lot of time into the like the painting aspect, and I went through every single little detail they had on it, so I could get all those points that they had in their their printout, right? Yeah. I just missed out on the three conversion things. Oh. Like there was no way that was gonna happen. So. Yeah, so I put in a lot of work into that one, uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the other ones. And and then when I was looking online, it's like some of these people have awesome armies. Like like Ken paints like so good. Um, like there's, there's so many that are like paint really good. I'm not sure what that guy is that paints those those mechs that are all like mutated or whatever, and he has LEDs in the, in the eyes and stuff. I can't wait to see that in person. That Jesse Jesse Jordan, I think, is the one you're talking about. Oh, He's done a stuff. wonderful job, wonderful job with his stuff. Oh. So, um, for the event, uh, I know something that happens, and again, you know, for myself and my gaming crew, we try to go in under a team name to try to make sure we don't play each other round one, just because part of the fun, like you said, is meeting new folks and ch- having games with people that you don't normally play. So I just like to, myself, play games against other folks. Um, is there any lists or people that you're hoping to play against? And conversely, are there is there anything that you're trying to dodge? Okay, definitely. Number one, not playing Matt. Not playing <laughs> I Matt. can't win. Matt number so anyway, one, that's no. That's rule number one. Rule number two, cow. I don't like all the flying, the maneuverability, the guns coming out of everywhere. It's ridiculous. So those are the two that I'm hoping not to fight. So Sean Mulder, he can go, he can pack his bags and go to the other side of the store. He is not going to be your number one player. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, man. It's like, and like, and, and like, I'm sorry, but I'm new. So I don't, I don't really play that 
wide a variety of armies, right? Just the ones that are within my group. So things happen during the match, and I'm just like, you know, I'm playing elves, and they're like teleporting all over the place, and they're popping up everywhere, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting, right? <laughs> but that's the fun of it, right? It's 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 awesome. I love it. Nice. Um, now this was a question that you and I we had a little chat before the episode here. And just yeah. trying to see, you know, if there was anything else out there that might be uh, kind of a fun thing to go over. And I think you asked a, a great question. And so I'm, I'm going to ask it back to you now so you can, okay. you know, give us some of your thoughts on it. Um, hey, here we go. If there was one thing that you wish you could see at this event that would be meant to help out our newer players, what would that be? Okay, so like I was explaining earlier... Um, for the new guys, it's like, or myself, or, you know, um, the thing is, is that since we have these time games that are like two and a half hours long type of thing, it, it's, it's a very short time frame. And basically what happens is that with us new people that aren't too familiar with every stat that we have, or like how much health, how much damage, or all our weapons and what they do, um, unfortunately, we have to look it up often. Um, the the older players and the experienced players and the real marshals of all this stuff, uh, they know all their rules offhand. They know exactly what they're doing. They never have to look up anything. So, like, they get to the end of their games. Um, but the, the newer players take a little longer. So we get to, like, round three and it's over. So... Um, unfortunately, the the ones that get to round five are racking up uh, like a whole bunch of points, which is deserved. And don't get me wrong, you guys deserve all those points because you earned it. But for the newer guys, it makes it a little hard when, you know, at the end, you're round three, you're just getting into the game and you've only scored like 20 points when everybody else is like at 80. So how how do we fix this end thing for the ones that, that can't uh, or have a hard time making it fit in the two and a half hours and kind of make it fair for both sides, right? So I know it's a big debate, uh, time clocks and all kinds of different things. So I just, I don't know, I just want to put it out there and kind of see if there's anybody that can come up with uh, an idea that we could use that's actually fair to help out new people. It, managing the clock um, definitely is, I mean, on the one hand, one could say it's a skill, right? And in fact, I, I would definitely, I would say it, that it is a skill, but like all exactly. the skills in the game, it takes a lot of work. It definitely takes a lot of work. And since everyone, you know, older players, newer players, vets, newbies, all everyone, everyone wants to have a game complete naturally. Uh, it, it's yep. so frustrating when that can't, when that doesn't happen. Um, I, I don't think I have an answer to it that doesn't um, rely on some kind of skill in that way because it's, it yep. is really hard. The best I could say is, hey. For anybody that has a game against one of the newer folks, try to be friendly, try to be patient, try to help explain the steps along the way. You may know your army inside and out. They don't. Try to help say, yeah. by the way, this guy, all right, I'm strength four, 
your toughness, I think your toughness five, and you know, use some nice language like that. I think your toughness five, that means I'm wounded on five ups, right? And then that gives you a chance just to respond in the affirmative, feel like you're involved in that process that, you know, you're not being hoodwinked there, you know, no one's pulling wool over your eyes uh, and be upfront also say, hey, I'm my guy here, I have this toughness, this save, and by the way, if you target him, I'm going to use this stratagem. That way, it's not you're not doing a gotcha moment. You're not catching somebody by surprise. It's communication through and through. I agree. I agree. And and see, and, and that's the thing, right? Is that the guys that put the work into it and put all this work into playing the game and learning the rules and all that, like they, that's like you said, it's a skill, and they finish first. You know what I mean? And they get it done, and that's awesome, right? That's good. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, it's kind of unfair for the new guys that aren't, like, so good at it, right? For us to build up our points, and we don't get the game done, right? So it's unfair to the ones that got all the points and run their army super fast, right? So, like, I understand that point. Um it's just kind of like it's 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 a weird kind of dichotomy, right? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you you don't you don't want to screw over the person that has earned it, but at the same time, you want to have a a, a good game, and so yeah, that is exactly. that is where it comes and, down. And the way it matches up, also, it, it kind of makes sense, also, right? Where the top tiers will play the the you know the top tables, and the lower tiers are the new people that are getting used to it go to the lower tables and like that's awesome and that's one of the issues though is like i want to see these top tables but you know there's not a camera on every every desk right but still like the the two new guys will play and we'll have a great game like like i've had some awesome games right and we weren't ready like we tried our best to get to the two hours and a half but as long as we had fun right that's what counts absolutely well dan I really thank you for joining me today. It, it's so refreshing to get, uh, you know, to chat with folks that aren't vets at the game and get their opinion on this to really showcase our community because our community is everyone here. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you at the Grinning Demon. If we have a match, I will try to help you uh, complete a game with me. <laughs> so I will try to make sure I'm going to I'm going to tell you all the best ways to defeat me. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Me, me and Matt and Gavin are trying to work on the speed there, so for for my sake, maybe anyways. But uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. So thank you again so much for joining me. To everyone else out there listening, thank you so much for going through all these episodes. It's been a it's been a blast recording them for you, and I'm looking forward to doing some more shortly. And I think I have more folks from the Sturgeon Falls Gaming Group. Actually, do you guys, you know, if you guys want to do a team. In the future, you guys will need a team name. So, Dan, I'm putting you on the spot right now. You have a moment to define the Sturgeon Fall guys, you know, with with a team name right now, and they're going to have a hard time fighting you back for it. Do you? Is there a name you want to put to yourself? <laughs> no, no. I work in a democracy. It's not just me. I'm not a dictator. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not not a problem. Not a problem. Thank you so much again for joining me. It'll be super. <laughs> Everyone else out there, thank you for listening. Keep on wargaming and keep scoring those primaries.